Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast, episode 197. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have Off-Road from Home Andy. Hello. It's nice to see myself. <laughs> I'm saying it too, and you've actually not said a word. You're, I don't think this is very <laughs> up to speed at all. What? You're not saying anything on your screen. I don't see your lips moving at all. You look like you're on hold. Hmm. <laughs> I, it's there's a delay on my side. You're because uh, to the left. Yeah, like a, a good forty seconds or so. But anyway, yeah, we're we're still trying to figure out this video uh, podcast and stuff, working out the kinks here in this uh, kink year of 2020. But yeah, I'm Sean. Joined with me, like I said, is Andy. We've got our uh, a good sports pod here for you today. Uh, make sure you hit that subscribe button and share with a friend. Uh, also check out our entertainment pod, but let's just get on into the nitty gritty of it all and uh, kick things off with some NBA. Some some money. A lot of money deals. That's what we had money uh, this week. Um, I think around like four or five days ago, uh, the Clippers announced an extension for Paul George. So four years on top of the uh, remaining one year he has. Uh, with them and it, it's a max deal it's 200 million so 50 a year basically um it's a lot of money but he's that caliber player despite what you think or what um you know you saw last year from the playoffs they definitely expect more and if he's going to make 50 million they 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 want more than, than what he showed uh, last year uh, but i think he is worth it and he was going to get that regardless from any team out there so um, it makes sense for you to retain him, and they they gave up a lot to get him. So this is the right move, and I think it it eases some of the worries. There was this uh, always this like cloud hanging over this season that both uh, Paul George and Kawhi could leave after this season. I never thought that was likely. I mean, they they both there's a reason they both came back here back to their home state at least. I think they want to be here, and the team's still going to be good. Whether they're the title favorites or not, they'll be good. And it's not like uh, there's going to be something much better sitting out there uh, next year. So uh, why not commit? So I think this makes it more likely that Kawhi isn't going to leave, which I never thought he was going to anyways. But yeah, I uh, I don't I think it would have been really poor, a uh, poor choice for either of them to leave. Um I don't know, you you see players switch flip-flop all over the place, and then who ends up even being fans of theirs? Like you have to stay in a place a while for someone to become a fan of yours, you know, versus just like, oh, yeah, I like watching him play, but I'll never root for him if he's playing my team. And then you don't want to, be, you don't want to become one of those people who, you know, you're not a team, you're just someone who people watch. Yeah, and those fans can be really bad, especially when it comes to other players. You think... um a situation like in Brooklyn right now, uh, if that team is disappointing and there's actually a, someone who followed them because of Durant, they just really love Durant. Uh, those people are going to talk so much shit on Kyrie and like Dinwiddie and those guys. They're not going to blame their guy. They're going to say, oh, it's the other people's fault. We need to ship them out. We need to make a deal. And that, that kind of shit is exhausting in the NBA where teams just don't ever stick around at all. It's just yeah. like, well, it's broken. It's gone. It's, it's broken already. And then not since Kobe. 
Well, no, we we had a we had a good run. We had uh, Duncan and Dirk too. Can't forget those guys. So very true. But they're within his range. I'm just saying that they we had three star guys who never left and just they had multiple runs of good teams. You said that the team that Duncan won initially with was not the team he won with in 2014. And same thing with uh, Dirk finally won a title and it wasn't uh, Michael Finley and uh, Nick Van Exel like those early years. Yeah, um, a really different team. So did, when you have a player like Dirk, you can build different types of contenders. Uh, so why not just stick it out? So that's just not what's happening. Um, it seems like in today's NBA, except for our next story. Oh, uh, uh, someone uh, named Greek Freak. The two-time MVP uh, lot was made of what is he going to do? What is his future? Is he dissatisfied with what uh, Milwaukee has done for him? Uh, despite having the best record in the NBA back-to-back years, um, people criticized how they built that team, uh, that they weren't good enough to win a title because they didn't win a title. So people thought Giannis was going to find a way to you know join Golden State next year or join Miami, figure something out. Um, but now he is committed to a five-year extension uh, I think 228 million. So again, almost 50 million a year. Pretty good. Uh, clearly, he's worth it. <laughs> if there's any guy who's worth it, it's him. I think he's still only 27. Sounds like a Maybelline commercial. Yeah, he's going to get a huge ass contract after this one is over. So there's really, I don't think there's any downside. Obviously, there's there's injury stuff that could happen, but yeah, I, I think he should stay there for you know his whole career. And I mean. That kind of money, he doesn't have to live there, so it's it's not a loss. And I mean, he did say in a statement, like I've played in Milwaukee. I wanted it's my town. I want it to be my town. Like uh, he he can he could be an icon there. He's not uh, the normal Milwaukee resident, uh, and being this giant guy from Greece and not America, but uh, he's so good that it doesn't matter. That city is going to love him regardless. And if it doesn't work out this year uh, with the team they have now with uh, Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton, there's no reason it's never going to work out. It could be a Dirk type situation where oh, three years from now uh, they find uh, the right guy who, yeah, or find, you know, they find uh, Sean Marion who's a little over the hill, but yeah, a good playoff run. They really yeah. needed the TV to cut out whenever he had the ball. Yeah. It was built for radio. Oh, I did see, uh, to reference that team, uh, a sad story, but kind of a positive story, too, that the Mavericks cut J.J. Barea. I saw that as well. I almost said that when you brought up Dirk. Probably over for that guy. Uh, I saw that uh, the Mavericks, I think, gave him one, like two and a half million, uh, $2.5 million deal. Yeah, just this Knowing that they probably weren't going to keep him, that he wasn't going to be good enough to stay on the roster, but just kind of like a parting gift. Wouldn't you um, like that you know, in your life? Like. Well, yeah, usually you get the watch, but uh, Mark Cuban has uh, a little more than watch money, so yeah, doesn't have to worry about that. That's his version of watch money. Yeah. Um, and then aside from those two big extensions, uh, we've we've had a few preseason games. Um, I haven't second of it. I've watched some highlights. Uh, did you see Lamelo Ball? No, I saw that. Uh... Leangelo Ball is going to go back to the G League, but no, I haven't watched any uh, preseason actually. Well, do yourself a favor, watch some uh, Lamelo Ball highlights. Um, is he playing I, with Jordan or anything? I didn't see that. He's playing with um, Bismack Biombo, and that kind of 
caliber of player. But Biz Marquis' uh, son, right? Yeah, I I haven't seen too much of Lamelo Ball's you know game since he was like a freshman jacking up the forty foot threes uh, in high school. Um, but he's he is in, intriguing. Like Lonzo had such a great feel for the game right away at UCLA, and Lamelo Lamelo is the same thing. He had I think at least three behind the back assists, which. You're stupid. You don't need to do behind the back assists. Uh, you can just throw it normal. Yeah, but they they look good. It's for the ratings when you do well. But if you pass it to the referee on accident, you're bad. Yeah. So I'd like to see him um, in a real game not do that kind of shit. It's unnecessary. I hope he doesn't learn bad habits from this. But he's he's got talent. He can't he can't shoot, but he's got uh, good passing talent. So yeah, I, yeah I'm. Looking forward to watching him. Uh, still looking, I guess, forward more so to watching Zion because uh, I still feel like he's the the rookie to watch since he played. I feel like I spent more time on the court than he did. Uh, it was a good like sixteen game stretch. So that was fun. I spent a good like three hours at Staples, so I think I spent more time on the court than he did. There was that uh, little stretch where it's like, oh, could he win Rookie of the Year? Um, and then. The pandemic happened, and no, he didn't win Rookie of the Year. But um, that w- that was a good way to end that little his little comeback there, where he was exciting for about fifteen games, uh, and then the whole world fell apart. So some might blame him. Yeah, I mean he should he should have lost the extra weight. You never know what the, it could have made all the difference. Yeah. The vaccine could have been ready in March if only he you know shed five pounds. The butterfly effect. Yeah. Hmm. Um, well, the the other big preseason performer is this uh, kid on the Lakers. He played a little bit last year, if you remember, Talon Horton Tucker. He was um, really young, I think nineteen last year as a rookie, but didn't didn't play like at all. I think he actually did play a bit in the playoffs. I remember him playing against like Denver and being bad, uh, but he he put up thirty one points uh, against the Clippers in one of their preseason games. So so far, the Lakers in the preseason haven't played LeBron or Davis. Uh, they don't need to. I don't think I don't know how many minutes those guys are going to get in the regular season. I think they don't really care at this point. Yeah. Uh, they'll, um, uh, when LeBron's not finishing up uh, Space Jam, you know, four, he'll uh, yeah, he'll might trickle down, you know, pop I mean, a directly. three or two. Yeah. No, I think LeBron's already got set. Um, so it's Taco Tuesday, Wine Wednesday, and then probably also Wine Thursday, Wine Sunday nights. <laughs> And wine Saturday mornings if they happen to have one of those games. Yeah, uh, I think that's going to be the plan. Uh, and then this guy could could fill in in those games he doesn't play. Uh, if this kid is actually decent, that's a nice little fill in there. I, you know, I'm skeptical. It's two preseason games, but uh, that's something to be excited for. Lakers aren't going to have too many uh, young draft picks uh, coming up, so it's nice to you know take guys when you can get them. So. What's this guy's name again? Talon Horton Tucker. Talon Horton Tucker. Yeah. None of that sounds real. Uh, I want to confirm just for our audience. Talon? I mean, those those are names now. Yeah, anything could be a name. And it's a dash. Oh, okay. Tucker is a dash. So I don't know. I don't know anything. Yeah, he's just he's just 20. Hmm. He's just a boy. Yep. All right, well, uh, any other uh, hot NBA talk? Uh, no, I mean, we've got 
a week week from today is the uh, as we're recording the twenty second uh, will be the start. So, um, yeah, I don't think there's gonna be anything that interesting next week to talk about as far as the NBA goes. Uh, or maybe we'll just uh, we'll give some picks. We'll give some uh, division picks or something like that. Um, we could do that. But there's not going to be any news until the season actually starts. Yep, I heard Durant's looking good. I yeah, I haven't seen any of that. Um, that'll be interesting to see, but I want to see that on Tuesday. I don't really care to see that in the preseason. Yeah, if anything, it's like no, no, no. You sit down. <laughs> Once the actual season starts, you may play. Just put him in a cryo chamber for seven more days. Yeah. Do you remember what happened to Demarcus? Yeah. All right, well, uh, should we pack up and move on from NBA and get into uh, some college basketball? Yeah, college basketball. Uh, we're I think we're in our third week now. Um, but the big story this week is not like a good like basketball play or anything, but uh, a star player on the University of Florida, Keontae Johnson. He's uh, a contender for SEC Player of the Year. Um, he collapsed on the court this past Saturday. And was in critical condition, was in a coma, um, but he is now awake. So that is good news. Uh, they don't really know what this is yet. Um, so that's that's scary. Um, there's all kinds of heart conditions people have that you never know about. Um, there's a lot of players that um, end up playing like a long time, and then they find out like, oh, they shouldn't have been playing. They were at a huge risk. So. I hope it's not something like that and the kid can't ever play again, but also it's better that he didn't die on the court there. So, Yeah. yeah and especially now with all the health issues uh, people are having, it's, uh, it's always a big mystery, but they don't think it has anything to do with COVID at this point. Although um, that's it's certainly possible that this is something that could happen with uh, someone recovering from COVID. Not necessarily that you have it and your hearts can give out, but that uh, six months down the line, your heart just is a little weaker. Um, but I don't know. I suppose it's possible. Get him that vaccine. Yeah, I don't know how that works. Um, I, I don't want all those long-term effects as someone who is currently infected and all by myself right now. But <laughs> Are you getting the COVID toes? No. So I read about that. You can get like blue toes. Something Uh, weird, but I always thought it was funny. Yeah. And it was like blue lips and blue fingertips, like your extremities. And I got my lips were a little bluer. Like Green Day song? uh, It might be. I don't know. But I'm fine now. I don't. My lips don't look blue through this video. I've got a blue shirt on as is a tradition. Yeah, and we'll we'll say it on the uh, entertainment pod, and we'll definitely get it to it here as well. But uh, we typically have due out in about a week our best of 2020 pod due to delays and scheduling, and Andy being a uh, bubble boy over there, we're uh, gonna postpone that. But we'll get to it. I think that could be done for the 30th, if needed. The 30th. Um. Yeah. So next Tuesday, oh, we'll the still week do of it. the thirtieth. Yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll get it out. No, don't don't you worry, fans. Uh, rest assured. But yeah. I don't know if is that. I thought that typically came out on the week of Christmas. 
Yeah, I think it always will because we wouldn't record around Christmas. So this week, Christmas is is a weekend. So we could have a normal episode Tuesday. Yeah. And when we're coming back from it. Yeah, I'm working Uh, until Christmas Eve, like till noon on Christmas Eve. Not working until Christmas, it seems like. Look at you. Yeah. Ending the year strong. Um, but yeah, as far as our schedule goes, I don't, I don't know. Um, I know last week we did, or last year we did a lot of stuff, put a lot of stuff in the bank. I remember, I think I was at that house for like four hours. Yeah. Cause we recorded, we recorded bowl game stuff and sports predictions and it was a lot of stuff like all at once. Yeah. But so just so you know, and check out our. You know, one from last year, those were pretty solid uh, to hold you over. But just know that they're coming. They're in the uh, pipeline. Don't you worry. But OK, yeah. let's get back to it. Uh, any more college basketball? I uh, know that's the only story I have for college basketball, but I got a lot of college football. Let's move it on over. So in college football, again, the top five unchanged from uh, last week. So that's still Alabama, Notre Dame, Clemson. Ohio State and Texas A&M. Uh, the number six team, Florida, did lose in kind of a crazy game. They lost to LSU, who hasn't been good at all this year, despite being the defending champions. And um, LSU also banned themselves from a bowl game this year, even though they probably weren't going to be in one um, for some, you know, player making payments, that kind of shit. So I don't know. They could be in more trouble uh, than just that. But that was that was a kind of an embarrassing loss for Florida. Except it, I don't know if it matters that much they will still be playing in the sec title game and if they win in the sec title game maybe they'll be in the the 14 playoff i i don't know how that's all going to shake out um another big game this week a game i actually watched usc ucla you know the classic rivalry and uh ucla uh, let me down like football has let me down this entire year very very charger like performance i think they're up 28 10 um and then ended up blowing it. They actually came back to take the lead with 40 seconds left. I uh, had a really clutch field goal there at the end to go up by one or two. Uh, and then USC had a long kick return to like midfield and then a long pass play to like the five and won the game right away. And it was like, oh, my God, how do you do that? shit? How do you blow that? in such an important game for those uh, two schools. Um, bad loss for uh, UCLA and uh, USC remained undefeated. Uh, they went to five and zero, oh, and they'll be playing in the Pac-12 title game. Woo! Uh, strangely enough, not against the team that had the best record in the Pac-12 North, Washington. Uh, they had too many COVID cases and actually had to drop out of the game. <laughs> and USC will now play Oregon, who was considered the best team in that conference. Unbelievable! Um, it's kind of meaningless. So that game is this Friday. Uh, it could be a fun game to watch if you're a fan, but it has no playoff implications. If USC wins and goes 6-0, and wins the Pac-12, uh, I'm sure there'll be a lot of noise that they'll want to be in there, but they just haven't played a full schedule, haven't played very many good teams, and three out of their five wins, uh, they took the lead in the last minute. They've been kind of like a miracle team. Uh, I don't think they're they're not that good. Andy, so, I don't care if you win by a quarter inch or a quarter mile. Winning's winning. Yeah, we're family. But six and zero is not ten and zero, and that's what they're trying to compete against. Um, Touche. Yeah, so all the conference title games are this week. Um, aside from that Pac-12, which is Friday, 
Um, the other big ones are on Saturday. Big 12 is Oklahoma versus Iowa State. Again, no playoff implications there. I don't think both of those teams have two losses. Uh, in the Big 10, it's Northwestern, Ohio State. Um, huge deal for Northwestern. That is not a traditionally good football program. Uh, I, don't, I think this is the first time I've ever seen them in a Big 10 title game. Uh, and Ohio State needs a key victory. Ohio State right now is 5-0. and um, and they had to get like a an exception. The, the rule was they had to play six games to be eligible to play in the title game. But because of I mean everything that's happened, they're like, we're going to waive that. Ohio State's clearly the best team in this conference. We're going to let them still play. They should win that game. And when they win that game, they'll get into the four-game playoff. Um, the ACC, this is also an interesting, weird COVID rule thing. I didn't realize until I looked at the schedule. So Clemson uh, and Notre Dame will be playing the title game. Notre Dame is not in the ACC conference at all. Uh, they are an independent school. They don't have a conference, but they play a lot of ACC teams. And uh, for this one year only, they decide to just to join the ACC. So they're eligible for the title game. Uh, a strange thing here is Clemson, Notre Dame, they already played each other. That was one of the games that Trevor Lawrence missed. Notre Dame won it close. Um and now there's a rematch. They're both, uh, I mean, Notre Dame's undefeated and Clemson only has that one loss. If Clemson wins the rematch, does that knock Notre Dame out of the four-game playoff, even though they're probably still one of the four best teams? I don't know. Who even knows? And then if Clemson, or if Notre Dame wins, is that going to knock Clemson out, who has the best player in college football that everyone wants to see? And they're on, they'd only have two losses and they're both to one of the best teams. Uh, that's going to, that's so... A weird situation there. I don't know what's going to happen. And then the SEC, we have Alabama, Florida, which I talked about before. Alabama should be a big favorite. They're still number one team. Uh, even if they lose this game, I think they'll still get in that four-game playoff, which seems to have happened like six times already during this playoff uh, that's only been around for 10 years. Um, Alabama will end up losing like in the title game when they shouldn't, but they'll still have one of the better records and they don't get eliminated and so that could happen this week. All right. So, yeah, those last four, those are all on Saturday. And then uh, we've got some other games, including some smaller bowls are already already starting. That this is, this is around when the bowl season starts, but since the season was delayed, everything got pushed back a bit, except the bowls are still happening. And uh, it's just a, it's a very, very weird year. I think I saw like Houston's in a bowl game and their record is two and three. It's like, what the fuck? Like, that's, I don't know. The Pac-12, there's only three bowl games possible, I think. I, It's weird. It's not the same as, as it was. A bunch of bowls have been canceled. And a bunch of these, I mean, the, the thing, the schedule, the season's not even in the books yet, and a lot of the bowls are already set. It's a lot of, like, school, small school teams, you know, Louisiana Tech, that kind of shit that always finds their way into bowls. So. Oh, yeah. Um, they're not they're not they're not giving away that money they want to have these bulls they want espn they want that espn money to still flow i'm sure those contracts are like for like 50 years they're like you'll keep getting paid and all those crazy sponsors um are locked in they're not going to cancel these bulls just because there's virus out there they are going to get this done people need to see marshall versus louisiana tech on a wednesday at 10 in the morning it's very important yeah Come on. And then, of course, when we actually do have the playoff, that'll be on New Year's Day. 
Uh, so you have that to look forward to. Because um, 2021 will magically be better. You got that right. You got a uh, antidote and all that fun stuff. I think the Johnson and Johnson vaccine is actually going to be uh, aerosolized and they're just going to have like planes go overhead and just drop just it like on the crop dusting. Yeah, it'll be great. And we'll all be good. I think by uh, January 19th, I think that's the target date for that one. Is that inauguration day? <laughs> no, actually, yeah, that was just a random date. No, that's the next day. That would be that would be good is that would be like the the last day. Trump's last day. Yeah. He's watching the planes go overhead with the vaccine. And he's just giving thumbs up. I think that would be good for the nation. Yeah. Yeah. Heal the uh, social divide. All right. Are we, are we still going into uh, college football still? Or are we yeah. on to NFL? I wrap that up now. That was a good recap of it everything. Sure was. Well, hit us with some NFL. All right. Big week, uh, as they all are at this point in the season. Uh, LA Rams won pretty handily last Thursday against the Patriots with a dominant defensive performance. And they are a really, really good defense. They are third right now in points allowed per game, uh, which is a total flip from their Super Bowl year two years ago when they were a dominant offense. Uh, But with Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey, two of the maybe the two best players at their positions, two most important defensive positions that they're they're great on defense. And they still have uh, a above average offense, I would say. Um, they're they're a real contender at nine and four. They're still a game back of first place in the entire NFC, and tied with Seattle. So uh, that'll be a big battle for first place when that happens, which I'm not sure it has to happen at some point uh, soon. Seattle Rams for the division. Um, the Bears they really killed the Texans, which is surprising because I think the Texans are pretty decent, but they're not going anywhere. They're not going to make the playoffs. And it seemed like they just gave up this game. Um, Mitch Trubisky, who's uh, much maligned, was benched early, earlier in the year. Uh, had a great game statistically. I think three more touchdowns. And he's had a pretty good season statistically. And the Bears have won with him. It's it's weird. I think he's, I think he's won three games as a starter, three and one as a starter. But the team is six and seven as a whole I don't know I don't know what to make they're, the Bears aren't going to make the playoffs they're not eliminated but they're not going to make it very weird game and I don't know if that's something to be excited for if you're a Bears fan but, uh, it's probably the end of Trubisky anyways maybe it'd be nice to set him off with the, some nice uh, touchdown passes yeah uh, alright the next game here the Kansas City Chiefs played a Closer than average game for them. Uh, interesting game. They're playing Miami. Miami went up 10 nothing, but that's normal for the Chiefs. They always go down, and then they just route teams. Uh, it happened in the playoffs last year just like that. Uh, so, yeah, 10 nothing Miami in about 20 minutes of game time, 30-10 to 10 Kansas City. And it's like, well, that's how it works. They're the best. Uh, that's despite Patrick Mahomes throwing three interceptions, I think two of them in the first half during that run um he'd only thrown two the entire season and he threw three in one game uh and then after it was 30 to 10 miami came back and scored two touchdowns and made it close and almost got the ball back to uh try to take the lead uh the game ended up being uh 
33 to 27, I think was the final or 30 to 24. Hot dog. Um, and it just seems like Casey is not uh, trying all that hard that they know what they are and they're just kind of coasting. That wasn't the, the most impressive game if you watched every single minute, but there was a stretch of 20 minutes there where like no one is beating Kansas City. Uh, it doesn't even matter. Let's not even kid ourselves. No one's beating them. Um, so can they play like that all 60 minutes in the playoffs? Probably, but it might not even require that. Maybe just 40 minutes. Uh, but I, I don't. I don't like teams doing that. I don't like teams like messing around. I think uh, they won one, but that's not enough. If you really want to be like great, if you want to be remembered, you're gonna need need to win more than that one. So I yeah. don't know. One and done, you're forgotten. Yeah, you're like. I mean, the Seahawks had that. Uh, they won one, and then they lost the next year, and then they haven't even been close since. Uh, it's like they they make the playoffs every year, but it's like no one cares. No one. No one puts them in the uh, the pantheon of great teams. You got to keep winning. Coach All Andy right. right there. All right, yeah. Are you ready for the NFC East? I can't wait. We've got to talk about the NFC East. It's, it's so interesting. Uh, so this week, the Giants lost. Wasn't really close in their game. So after a nice little run there, they have now been knocked out of first place. Uh, that is because Washington won again. They had another uh, great defensive performance, and they were able to beat the Niners pretty easily. And now they're in first place at six and seven, so still not a good record, but it's a nice little run. Uh, we were all impressed by what the Giants did to to win, I think, five in a row to uh, come back in that division. And now, now they're looking out of it. I don't know what to make of it. Washington could lose all of the rest of their games and still win the division at six and ten uh the the eagles finally benched carson wentz and it worked out for him and they beat the saints a huge surprise uh, but that was only their fourth win and that make, means they're still two games back of washington with three to play so they need to they do play washington so if they win that game they'll need to win one more and have washington lose another one so i don't know I don't know when, if they can actually do it. Um, they're still technically alive, though, but they're still not a good team. Well, so, yeah. uh, just it's a strange division. It's it's so bad. I mean, the Giants, the Giants. I don't know why anyone actually really had a confidence in them. A lot of people were impressed with what they did. Uh, they still suck, and it, even if they were able to pull off the division, they're bad. Uh, but you know who's not bad is Derrick Henry of the Tennessee Titans. Another 200-yard game for them, for him. Uh, they completely annihilated whoever they played, which I already forgot. Uh, was not even a game. I think it's Jacksonville. Yeah, Jacksonville. Not even a competition at all. Just right, right from the beginning, they just ran all over him. And he now leads NFL history in 200-yard, two TD games. So that's NFL history. That is like Jim Brown. He's part of NFL history. You know, the guy from Mars Attacks, Jim Brown. The brother of Leroy. He never even did this. Hmm. Very impressive. Although I will say that Derrick Henry is still not the MVP. 
That seems to be a story, a, a case for him this week. No, he's still running back, and it still is not nearly as valuable as uh, Patrick Mahomes not even caring and throwing three interceptions was still more valuable in that game. But a good running back, and I, I like watching good running backs. I've watched Danny Thomason for a long time. It's fun, but not the MVP. All right, Raiders. Remember the Raiders? Yeah. They used to play in Los Angeles, and then they used to play in Oakland, and now they're in Las Vegas. And uh, like four weeks ago, five weeks ago, I said, I think they're going to make the playoffs. The Raiders are going to be back. Um, I destroyed the Raiders with my predictions here. Uh, the Raiders lost another game by 20 points, this time to a team they're trying to catch up to in the wild card race. It's over. It's it's done. It's done. It's not going to happen. I think I saw after Baltimore winning last night that in order for the Raiders to make it, Baltimore will have to lose all of their games. Uh, it's over. Uh, what a what a ride we had for about three weeks where it looked like the Raiders would be back in the playoffs uh, in their first year in Vegas. We were all going to get P.F. Chang's yeah. uh, one. That's how that works. Um, it's not going to happen. No P.F. Chang's for us this season. Dang it, Andy. Sorry to everyone. Um, they do play this uh, Thursday night against the Chargers, so that'll be fun. Two teams that aren't going to make the playoffs. So completely equal teams with equal players and equal coaching abilities because they will both not make the playoffs. That's uh, that's the story there. Um, yeah. Thursday night. Thursday night football. What a, what an invention. But it'll be a Thursday night game featuring two non-playoff teams. And as I'm saying this, being so confident, I think it's going to happen now. I think the Raiders are actually going to pull it out and make the playoffs because yeah, I'm so confident they won't pushing it into the heaven so it's 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 becoming reality i think so the silver and black will make the playoffs pf changs for everyone you heard it here first folks yeah all right who cares about the afc let's talk about the nfc let's get back to the nfc what did we see this week new orleans lost i already reported that they lost to the eagles uh, somehow, uh, Taysom Hill did not get it done this week. Drew Brees still not back. Um, and in that loss, they lost their first number one seed in the NFC. Green Bay won, not very convincingly, but they still won. And now they are 10-3 and three and own the number one seed in that conference. And all they have to do is win out and they could be the number one seed and get that buy, which is really important because there's only one buy. Only the number one seed gets a buy this year, so... Uh, that could be a huge loss for New Orleans, but uh, it's hard to know where they stand. Uh, is Drew Brees ever going to come back? Do we really know? Did he actually retire and no one told us? All these are possibilities. And they might be forced to go with this uh, running Mormon guy, Taysom Hill. Um, I don't know. Could happen. Wow. So that's the NFC. Now let's go back to the AFC. Where the Chargers won. Did you know that the Chargers actually won uh, despite still having some really embarrassing plays happen uh, and looking pretty inept for most of the game? They luckily faced the Atlanta Falcons, who uh, their franchise died four years ago in the Super Bowl and just haven't hasn't recovered. Uh, both teams were trying to give the game away. Uh, I think it was it was tied 17-17. Atlanta threw an interception. 
Chargers got the ball. They threw an interception. Atlanta got the ball back. And then they threw another interception, so the Chargers got it again. And were able to kick a last-second field goal. It was uh, ugly and uh, exciting as a fan to finally see something work out. But it's like I'm not invested at this point. It doesn't mean anything. They went from three wins to four wins. Who gives a shit, right? Uh, but it was just nice to see for the young quarterback to see like a win happen. And the kicker got to see the ball actually go through the uprights uh, rather than around them. That's always nice. Uh, so maybe this is something they can take into next year, but there's still three more games left. And these games are just ugly. They're not fun. They don't perform on either side of the ball right now. I don't know, but they won. That happened. It's pretty exciting. Yeah. All right. And then the last two games here. Uh, some AFC North teams, uh, the Steelers, second week in a row with a bad loss. Uh, not It wasn't a bad loss because they've lost to a bad team, but they didn't look all that impressive. They've played in Buffalo, which is tough to play in, and Buffalo is definitely good this year. Uh, but it was ugly. They went up 7 nothing and then kind of did nothing on offense the rest of the game. They made uh, Ben Roethlisberger look slow. Um, he's old, he's definitely old and he's coming off an injury and, uh, maybe playing in 20 degree weather is not what is right for him at this moment. So that is something to watch. Um, there is a good chance that they'll have to win a game in cold weather because that's who is in the AFC is cold weather teams, Kansas city, Cleveland, Buffalo, Baltimore. Those are all outdoor stadiums. That's going to be hard. They're going to have to win a game in the cold unless you get gloves and a scarf. They play in Kansas city and it's actually 60 degrees. And uh, I don't know. Uh, I think if you're a Steelers fan, you might be a little nervous now after that 11 and 0 start. Uh, Where is this team really going? They, they've lost too many guys on defense. It's hard to recover from that. Uh, They're still great, but you'd rather have all your guys healthy. And then last night we had, a crazy, crazy game. Cleveland, Baltimore, two division rivals, two teams fighting for a wild card. Um, Baltimore fighting for their lives, really. They've had a very disappointing season at the, to this point, uh, but they still can beat the Browns. They still beat the Browns, uh, I think, week two. They destroyed the Browns in week two. Uh, they didn't destroy them this time, but it was a back-and-forth game. Ended up finishing 47-42 to was the final. Uh, so a lot of points. Uh, there was Lamar Jackson leaving the field and coming back. Uh, he looked much better, much much more like last year's Lamar Jackson. Ran all over the place. And uh, I think Baltimore had five rushing touchdowns total. Uh, that's the kind of game they need to play. Uh, I don't know how they gave up so many points. Uh, but Cleveland is still performing offensively, though. So these are two good teams. And they're both... Uh, you know the Ravens are the former Browns. If you don't, if you don't know that, in the uh, mid '90s, the Browns left to become the Ravens, and then, like eight years later, the Browns came back again as an expansion team. So yeah, sometimes they come back. Yeah, I don't think these teams uh, like each other all that much. That's how that works in that division. But good game. But at this point, it looks like both those teams, I think, have the best good shots of both making the playoffs. Uh, I think. The Ravens' schedule is pretty easy. If they win out, they probably will 
win a wild card. And uh, Cleveland, with nine wins already, uh, should also... Or do they have ten wins? I actually think they might have ten wins. Uh, or are they nine and four? Nine and four, that's the record. But uh, they should still make the playoffs as well. So We'll giddy up. Was that all the teams? Yeah, that's uh that's the football this week. Whew. Yeah, we're 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 almost there. We're almost done. We've got three more weeks now. There's no more bye weeks. Um getting down to the wire. I feel like COVID's done its work on on most of the teams already and gotten through. Although I did see like all of Tampa Bay's kickers are gonna be out this week. Yeah, they're uh, enlisting the water boy. I mean, they all went to what happened is I think uh, the kickers all had a meeting at like Chili's, like a, a a Christmas party. Kickers only. Yeah. And one of the waiters um, who was serving the margaritas had COVID. Well, if you hate to see that happen, folks. Would you go to a Chili's in Tampa? I wouldn't go to a Chili's in California. And I'd go to a Chili's right now. Oh, man. So good. You think Chili's is going to come out of this? You what? Is are they going to come out of this? Are they still in business? I think they're doing just fine. I think they're selling, you know, those Home Depot buckets full of uh, margarita to people for like five bucks. Yeah, maybe those kind of killing. All right. Well, I think that'll wrap up our sports podcast. Unless uh, there's anything else to add, off road, Andy. No, that is that is it. All right. Well. Uh, You've been listening to episode 197 of the Tony's Take podcast. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we had off-road touchdown, Andy. Thank you. See you later.